Hello, everyone. Welcome. Thank you for joining us for this day of the Aquarius new moon meeting. This is a potent combination for the new moon is the time for the planting of seeds for the grounding of spiritual energy and anchoring it upon the earth. And that is precisely as well the forte of the seventh ray whose word of power is the highest and the lowest meet. It's helpful therefore when considering this theme of the seventh ray to have some grasp of the subtle and potent nature which any ray influence wields. The rays are powerful energies that emanate from far and distant realms and which substand all that we know. They lie behind the influence of the planets, the constellations. They color and condition the fauna, the flora, flora, and humanity itself, bringing in, therefore, a potent influx of souls found along the line of the qualifying ray energy at any time. And therefore, at this time, there is a great influx of seventh ray souls and the passing out of many upon the sixth ray. So as we learn to conform our lives to the rhythms of this new ray energy, no matter what rays might color us as individuals, we will find ourselves coming more fully under the influence of the soul. So as we always do, let's just take a moment of silence and then we'll sound together the mantra of the new group of world servers. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones. May we fulfill our part in the one work through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech. The seventh ray began coming into manifestation in 1675 presaging the period of the Enlightenment, paving the way for the revolutionary fervor ahead, which coincided with the discovery of the seventh ray planet, Uranus. We can always come to more fully understand a ray influence through a consideration of its corresponding planet, because the planet is closer to us, it's an embodiment within our solar system, it's not emanating from a distant constellation. Uranus is a very powerful planet that is linked with sudden change and is linked with disruptions to the established order. As such, when it becomes powerful at any time in planetary history, we can see that it leads to much change in the world, to uprisings and revolts. As stated in the quote contained in the announcement for this meeting, it would appear that this ray energy of the seventh ray will be just about in full manifestation within the coming this century. And so therefore the planet Uranus likewise becomes the key planetary energy ruling. Clearly then humanity has to learn to appropriate this energy. And that's a challenge because it is a powerful force. It primarily works out through the mental body, but it's also very much aligned with the physical plane. So its ability to ground uh, 
<clears throat> and bring down that mental energy into the brain consciousness and therefore into our world. But while Uranus often ignites revolutionary changes, the seventh ray is essentially a ray of order. How then do these two seemingly opposing qualities, disruption and order, work out in the world? Well, it seems, as we know, that it's very often the case that through disruption is held out the possibility of moving towards a higher level of awareness, a higher order, one wherein the disorder begins to resonate to a new vibration and the new order is established. Only to get, only then at a later date will it too have to be disrupted in order to make way for something new. But with this energy that works out so powerfully in relationship to the physical etheric planes, it's quite easy for those who are working along the lines of materialism to misappropriate these energies of order and distort and manipulate them for nefarious purposes. Then order becomes manipulation, imposition, and control. The higher manifestation of order will work out as humanity comes increasingly to live under the rule of law, laws that will more clearly reflect divine law and the cosmic order. The seventh ray is also the ray of the magician, of the ritualist. And when we ponder these occupations, you might say, we can see how much of our world will change as the benefic qualities of this ray come into manifestation. It's a magical ray, and therefore we're approaching a very magical, magical time in our planetary history. But energy is always impersonal, and as I said, can be used by both the dark and the light. And this is particularly the case in relationship to the seventh ray because it's so closely allied with the physical plane, which is where the forces of materialism are the masters. So therefore, we who are learning to work within the spiritual realm, we have to be cautious because of the intensity of the combination of available and inpouring energies at this time, energies which can be easily leading many people to a condition of overstimulation, wherein people are caught up as well in the swirling glamours and illusions that are a result of the challenges of one ray energy going out and another coming in. When this occurs, this going out of one ray energy and the coming in of the next, at, which occurs at the beginning of at each new age, the lines of demarcation between the two energies can often become blurred. And the Tibetan has particularly highlighted this time in planetary history of one ray following upon the other in numerical order, the sixth ray being followed by the seventh ray. He says, this is a real opportunity for grounding the energies of the previous ray influence. He wrote, it's not often that two rays follow each other in a regular numerical sequence, such as is happening now. When this does happen, there eventuates a rapid following of effect upon cause. And this today can provide the basis for an assured hope. So this is the present opportunity before the new group of world servers to capitalize upon this sequence of energy flow. And by doing so through the process of weaving and bridging, which is the, some of the key qualities of the new group of world servers. Our task is to project the vertical bridge to the spiritual hierarchy and thereby bring through the energy of love wisdom, 
which is then to be distributed by the group horizontally in service of humanity and of the three lower kingdoms in nature. Within all walks of life, the potency of the seventh ray influence is fostering this change and disruption. New life is pouring into human consciousness, fostering new ideas, more in alignment with the new energies. Debates are breaking forth in all areas of life and middle ground seems in short supply. But it is this middle ground that is needed And during these interlude periods of the new and full moon, those who stand within the heart center of the new group of world servers can and do provide the channel for solutions to be found, ways out of the present stalemates. The Christ taught that you could not pour new wine into old bottles. And this is a teaching which the seventh ray age will be able to help us to realize for it is a powerful form-building energy, and under this influence, we will be able to create the needed new forms for the new wine, the new spiritual energy pouring in. We need new, more translucent containers through which this new light can more readily shine forth. In every form of human civilization, these new Containers are needed in order for the expanding consciousness of the incoming souls to be given greater and freer expression. Right now, in many instances, these souls are cramped by the opacity of the old and crystallized forms. But new forms have to be built upon the foundations of the past, for there is much good much wisdom and light that has been passed down through the generations. And it is upon this foundation that the new world will and must be born. For we can't judge the past through the lens of the present. That isn't fair. There's so much to draw upon, and the task of the new group of world servers is to do just that to weave the incoming energies and create thereby a new tapestry composed of the many strands and colors from past, present, and future merging together. This ray energy will surely bring greater order to the world, particularly as its influence combines and makes manifest its opposite polarity the energy of the first ray. For the first time in the long history of Earth, humanity is becoming receptive in group formation to the influx of the will. And the combination with the seventh ray and Aquarius aids humanity in working with the manifestation of spirit in matter. This combination is carving out the channel through which the will can be anchored on earth and purpose can guide the course of human life. Of course, this age will be inaugurated by the momentous externalization of the hierarchy and the subsequent reappearance of the Christ. Never before, to our knowledge, has the world teacher been preceded by a powerful group of masters of the wisdom who will come forth among all the many different lines of our planetary civilization to to aid humanity in effecting change, preparing the way. The task of this group will be to help inaugurate the new energies, just as the Christ from 2,000 years ago came forth to inaugurate the age of the sixth ray, the age of Pisces. He came forth, we're told, with a sixth ray personality to meet the incoming ray energy. 
Therefore, we might not be surprised if during this next incarnation of this great teacher, he chooses to work through a seventh ray personality. This seventh ray energy combined with his second ray soul will surely set the note for the new humanity, the new individual who comes forth will be kind of like a replica of this great teacher. Our task is contained within some words from an ancient mantra. Our task is to come forth and help prepare the way so that the sons of men who are now the sons of God, who will withdraw their faces from the shining light, will become able, therefore, to radiate that light upon the sons of men who know not yet they are the sons of God. Then a newer light will shine forth into the dismal, weary veil of earth. Then will new life course through the veins of men and their vision will compass all the ways of what may be. And so now before we enter into our meditation, I just wanted to read an ancient passage, which is quite poetic. It's a little bit long. I hope you'll excuse me. Um, It's related to the seventh purpose of deity. And I think it clearly embodies in a very deep level just what is occurring now as we prepare for this reappearance externalization and this incoming Aquarian seventh ray potency. Let the temple of the Lord be built, the seventh great angel cried. Then to their places in the north, the south, the west, and the east, seven great sons of God moved with measured pace and took their seats. The work of building thus began. The doors were closed, the light shone dim, the temple walls could not be seen. The seven were silent and their forms were veiled. The time had not arrived for the breaking forth of light. The word could not be uttered. Only between the seven forms, the work went on. A silent call went forth from each to each, yet still the temple door stayed shut. As time went on, the sounds of life were heard. The door was opened and the door was shut. Each time it opened, the power within the temple grew. Each time the light waxed stronger. For one by one, the sons of men entered the temple, passed from north to south, from west to east, and in the center of the heart found light, found understanding, and the power to work. They entered through the door. They passed before the seven, they raised the temple's veil and entered into life. The temple grew in beauty, its lines, its walls, its decorations, and its height and depth and breadth slowly emerged and entered into light. Out of the east, the the word went forth, open the door to all the sons of men who come from all the darkened valleys of the land and seek the temple of the Lord. Give them the light. Unveil the inner shrine. And through the work of all the craftsmen of the Lord, extend the temple's walls and thus irradiate the world. Sound forth the word creative and raise the dead to life. Thus shall the temple of the light be carried from heaven to earth Thus shall its walls be reared upon the great plains of the world of men. Thus shall the light reveal and nurture all the dreams of men. Then shall the master in the east 
awaken those who are asleep. Then shall the warden in the west test and try all of the true seekers after light. Then shall the warden in the south instruct and aid the blind. Then shall the gate into the north remain wide open, for there the unseen master stands with welcoming hand and understanding heart to lead the pilgrims to the east where the true light shines forth. Why this opening of the temple? demand the greater seven. Because the work is ready, the craftsmen are prepared. God has created in the light. His sons can now create. What else can be done? Not came the answer from the greater seven. Let the work proceed. Let the sons of God create. Now we work with our meditation, strengthening the hands of the group of world servers. Coming together in group fusion. I am one with my group brothers and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them. Alignment. We recognize our place as a group within the heart center of the group of world servers. From that heart center, we mentally extend a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart center. And to the Christ, the heart of love within the hierarchy. And then we project a line of lighted energy towards Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known. Prayer interlude. Hold the mind focused for a few moments on the planetary role of the group of world servers, mediating between hierarchy and humanity. 
responding to hierarchical impression, meditating the plan into existence. Meditation on the seed thought through the impression and expression of certain great ideas, humanity must be brought to the understanding of the fundamental ideals which will govern the new age. This is the major task of the group of world servers.
precipitation. Visualize the precipitation of the will to good, essential love throughout the planet, from Shambhala, through the planetary heart, the hierarchy, through the Christ, the group of world servers, through all men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, and finally through the hearts and minds of all humanity. Lower interlude. Consider the many ways in which the power of the one life and the love of the one soul are working out in the world through members of the group of world servers, so building the thought form of solution to world problems.
distribution as the great invocation is sounded let's visualize the irradiation of human consciousness with light love and power From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. And so now we come to the portion of the webinar wherein we'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or reflections on the theme of the seventh ray or the Aquarian age, or simply this time in planetary history and how you see these energies working out from your own perspective. and also within consciousness. And you can share either by raising your hand or by posting a comment or thought in the chat box. I know it's a, it's a rather abstract theme and many people might not be very familiar with it, but I know that they're Everyone is alive and living in this world and seeing incredible energies working out. And so there's certainly um, any thoughts are welcome. You don't have to be technically related to this um, energy of the ray. Um, Matthew wrote, the seventh ray is a motivating energy to manifest or build receptacle organized forms and rituals in order to ground into manifestation the divine energies and qualities. Specifically, the Aquarian energy guides us to build social and economic structures and nurture right relations, cooperation, and brotherhood. Yes, thank you. As you might have read in the in the flyer we sent out announcing the meeting, this combination 
of the seventh ray and Aquarius is highly potent and highly special. And it's said to have only occurred six times in approximately the last one million years. So it isn't as if every time the sun moves into Aquarius that the seventh ray ushers is ushered in at the same time. So, but the combination is particularly potent because as you know, Aquarius, the sign of Aquarius is ruled by the planet that is the planet of the seventh ray, the planet Uranus. So it's a doubly powerful Uranian seventh ray energy that we're working together. And um, the Tibetan has said that this, this combination brings illumination and the light supernal becoming known. So it's really an initiatory time wherein we can really bridge towards the subsequent age of initiation, the age of Capricorn. So it's powerful. Um, powerful time and and I do think the new group of world servers is really tapping into that next energy just as the disciples of the Christ were taught and working very much with Aquarian energies so too is the new group of world servers um, with their festival week under this sign moving to appropriate Capricornian energies and work them out in an Aquarian world. Ellie writes now is a good time for all to sage their space, to welcome in the new energies, but not sweep out, but rather integrate the old. Yeah, this uh, Chinese New Year. Native Americans used a ceremony, ceremony in saging. The at is reminiscent of what you read of the four directions. Yeah. Thank you. To the east, where the sun comes from, to the north, where the cold comes from, to the south, where the light comes from, and to the west, where the sun sets. To Father, Son, to Mother, Earth. Thank you, Ellie. That simplifies that rather lengthy um, purpose of the seventh ray. Uh, Nina writes, I felt all the same choices that the billions of us are making for the higher good, contributing to the work of the new group of world servers. It is a powerful source for good. Yeah, that's the new group is really the hope of the world because it's making humanity receptive to hierarchical energies because as a group we are learning to step down those energies, make them available, and also to the lower kingdoms as well. Nick writes, it's evident that the group work and the incoming seventh ray energy are moving the plan forward and thus challenging the current thought forms and structures. Much of what we see and experience is the effects of this forward motion Good news. Yes, thank you. It really seems evident, in particular, after the last two festival weeks in 2012 and then this more recent one in 2019, we can really sense that the new group of world servers is being very highly stimulated by that influx of seventh ray Capricornian energy and getting to work in anchoring it in our world. Uh, Vin says, esoteric astrology says the three decanates of Aquarius are ruled by Saturn, Mercury, and Venus. Saturn will remove the obstacles to the soul's rule. Mercury will provide enlightenment, and Venus will merge the mind and heart of humankind. Right now, we're in the transition between the ages, and Saturn rules. So I expect that every part of our lives that block soul culture will be subject to change or possibly even destruction and rebuilding. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, those three decanets are 700 years each, powerful turning points. And so as you say, this first decanate of 
ruled by Saturn will be in effect for 700 years. So it's not as if, as you state here, it's not as if we're moving into an age where all will be sweetness and light. It's going to be a lot of um, karmic reckoning. But I think um, the Tibetan highlights that Saturn for the discipleship group, and it is the discipleship group that will go into Aquarius under Saturn, the masses of humanity enter the age in the reversed way under Venus. And Tibetan says that's why we see so much sexual stimulation and promiscuity at this time, because the masses are being stimulated by the seventh ray in combination with this Venusian energy and it's powerfully stimulating the sacral center. And so that's their challenge. And the discipleship group is working under Saturn, which for that group is really a disciplining influence that brings opportunity. And he does say in combination with the incoming of the fourth ray, which is also coming in at this time, that it will increasingly bring many more people onto the path. And so that's the incredible hope of this age that more and more people will be responding powerfully and positively to this incoming energies. Thank you. Okay, John has his hand raised. Uh, Hello, John, did you have a comment? Thank you. A very wonderful talk, Kathy. With a new moon and Mercury stationing, information comes through a little more clearly, but is occasionally distorted. I was taken by several things in your um, your talk. We often talk about the return of the great teacher and perhaps reflect a little less on the externalization of the hierarchy, which will be preceding that event. I find that interesting. And also yeah. your uh, the speculation that perhaps the teacher will have a seventh-ray personality and a second-ray soul. That's a fascinating combination I don't know how to visualize that, Kathy. Nikola Tesla comes to mind. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, think he's I, a, would, I wouldn't necessarily think he was a secondary soul, but certainly a lot of seventh ray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just, of course, my, my thought. But it seems to make sense. I mean, if that was the way it was last time, you know, we'd probably be following, he would probably be following the same pattern. And it seems to me from the little that I know or that anybody knows about the rays working out through human beings, it does seem that there are a lot of second ray souls with seventh ray personalities from my perspective at this time. And um, it's an interesting combination because it sort of mirrors the energies working through the sign of Aquarius. If you know the esoteric ruler of Aquarius is the second ray sacred planet, um, Jupiter. So at a soul level, um, many of these uh, energies that are pouring through the Aquarian age are stimulating the second ray souls in the world, because that's sort of the way it works. Whatever ray you're on, this is a little complicated, but I'll make it brief. Whatever ray we come forth on, we're very linked at a soul level, we're very linked to the, the constellation, to the, the, the energy of the sign that is ruled esoterically by that energy. So second ray souls would be very linked to Aquarius because Aquarius is the sign that's ruled esoterically by the second ray planet, Jupiter. And then if you extend it to the exoteric ruler of Aquarius, which is Uranus, that works through seventh ray personalities. And so the Christ, if he does come with this second ray soul and seventh ray personality, will be embodying the archetype of Aquarius. And so I think all those individuals in the world will be very strongly aligned with the energy of healing, because the Tibetan tells us that that combination is the most, makes for the most potent healers. And so I think that one of the 
biggest changes that I would say will occur as we move into Aquarius will be a healing of the planet on all levels. There's much focus today on the you know, environmental movement. People want to help and do what they can to heal the planet, but it's also about healing all the kingdoms in nature, which have been so powerfully impacted by the challenges that our world has been passing through. And so I think with all these souls and personalities coming through with this combination, with the leader, the God-man, the world teacher, I think we can expect that great healing forces will be released in our world. We need that. Yes, we do. Yeah. So thank you for sharing. I think it's so, so value your comments. Uh, you're one of the brave souls. It seems like everyone is afraid to share audibly, but more feel more comfortable sharing in the chat, but um, I appreciate that, your contributions. Thank you. Thank you. So Violet writes, the Aquarian energy is that of building bridges of communication that will lead to understanding and cooperation. Yeah, definitely bridging. It's said that the hierarchy itself serves as Aquarius indicates. And so to the extent that the new group of world servers builds a bridge to that energy, then the group itself will be increasingly able to serve as Aquarius indicates and serve to bring that energy into all humanity. And that's upsetting the apple cart of the established order. Clint writes, is the seventh ray being expressed by the discovery of vaccines where white magicians use scientific discoveries, not selfishly, but for the benefit of all? Well, certainly the seventh ray works with healing energies, as I just uh, noted, and vaccines are certainly part of the plan for our planet. Some people do have concerns about the present vaccines because they have not been sufficiently tested. Never before in human history have vaccines been released so speedily. And many people would say, well, it was needed to meet the need. And so everybody has to make their own determination but um, certainly, I think as we move forward, there will be increasing um, new modalities of healing energies being worked out. And so who knows what the future will hold in relationship to vaccines, I really can't say. Ellie says, writes, Yes, Native peoples are good at simplifying complex matters. Yeah, thank you. Gary Marks writes, sometimes the ideas that are contacted and expressed become ideals that jar humanity. This tension challenges old crystallized forms, inspiring humanity to become receptive to new ideas and energies in preparation for new forms for future generations. Yeah, it's a constant process of creation, destruction, and rebuilding. And when we're now in one of the um, phases of destruction, we are told that that's just about over and perhaps it needs a little bit more time. <laughs> And then we'll go into the more synthetic um, manifestation of the first ray energy, which will bring um, the Shambhala force more fully into alignment with the forces of light, because we're told that Shambhala breaks down barriers, but then through that means brings synthesis. And that's certainly a quality needed. Um, 
Nathaniel writes, uh, please elaborate how the age of Aquarius, um, I'm not sure what that question is. So I don't think it's fully stated, <laughs> sorry. Um, so maybe one more um, comment before we close. Santana writes, the influence of the Aquarian energy, first decanate of Saturn. So we are experiencing a lot of constrictions and mandates and chaos down here on Earth and also unexpected changes and U-turns in all that is going on. There is an explosion of knowledge via the internet, lots of health summits and groups working for world unity and peace. On the inner levels, consciousness is expanding rapidly into greater light. When the highest and the lowest meet, there is the point of stillness and also a great clash of energies, like a great tide turning between the sixth ray going out and the seventh ray coming in. Yes, thank you so much, Santana. And I'm sorry I haven't been able to read subsequent all of the uh, comments, but we'll save those and I look forward to reading them. So let's just close um, by linking ourselves with the new group of world servers and doing what we can in our daily lives to strengthen their hands. Thank you and good night. Oh, sorry. Yes, make the announcements for the upcoming meetings. The next meeting will be the Aquarius full moon on Tuesday, two weeks from tonight, February 15th. And that meeting begins at 6.30. And then the subsequent meeting one month and a day from now will be the Pisces new moon on Wednesday, March 2nd, and that meeting begins at 6. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night.